This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies. Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies, this is Doug Loves Movies coming to you from the Gramercy Theater in New York City, aka Bottomless Drinks for Doug since 4 this afternoon. It's Sunday, October 23rd, 2 Oceans 11. Let's see your name tags, NYC. There's a baby with a 
boot monkey coming out of it. I've seen that before. Oh my God, this is crazy. Like some of my guests might run out of here when they see this shit. That is like a room full of psychopaths. Specifically, the guy with the Mike Myers mask is kind of scary. Is your name Mike? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> no, it's Myers. My first name is Myers. I don't know what kind of accent I was trying to do. David says he hates gum, and then he says, uh, fix some gum. Oh, has gum. You got that sign. You, you crossed something out and rewrote it. Okay. You, oh, you spelled have wrong. I see what happened. You, you wrote, I has gum, and you went have gum. Somebody with a Godspell program, they know that I love that show. I just saw it a couple of days ago. Nicole, is, he spells Nicole with a K in the spot where the C would be, if anyone's wondering. Brian has Doug Loves Boobies, because it's true, the theme song does sound like Doug Loves Boobies. Brian's got a pumpkin that is lighting up and blinking. That's very exciting. Julie not only has the Juno-style uh, artwork with the name Julie on it, but also is wearing a shirt with the same orange and white stripes on it and has an actual baby. Or a fake baby. Is it a fake baby? Fake baby. baby. She wore a a whole Juno costume. You know what? If I promise to come back in seven months, will you get knocked up just to make it... Just to make it legit. There's Sarah and Sean and PJ and Ron. Ron's got a total Tron thing going on. He just dropped the T off the front. Brian's holding up his entire computer. I'm sure one of the guests... Somebody's going to want to play for that. Is that a picture of John C. Riley with John over it? That's cute. Oh, my God. This is, this is probably the best selection of name tags ever. What's in the pink box? <laughs> That's how nerdy this, this audience is. Some people actually got what's in the pink box. I think it was big pink box in Buckaroo Banzai. But what is in it? Oh, you have to pick it to find out. There's a surprise box, you guys. That's exciting. All right, well, we'll see what happens. If anybody picks it, then we'll find out. And then somebody, this sign's so big, I have to acknowledge it. You're blocking people from seeing the show. Pick Steve on 1023, Two Oceans 11. And then you've got a strange, is that supposed to be the cast of uh, Oceans 11? Yeah, me and Leonard Malton with, next to Bernie Mac. <laughs> and Scott Kahn and, and Affleck. Well, thank you guys for bringing those. Hide those and whip them out again later when the guests are here. And they'll, they will be like, what, what did I agree to? <laughs> this is the third Douglas Movies from the Gramercy Theater. I want to thank you all for coming to those of you who came to the first two, those of you who came to the Benson Interruption earlier today, everyone here at the Gramercy Theater. I love it. This has been so much fun. And the question is, from all the past shows I've done here, will this be the most drunk one or the least drunk one? I'm already like, when I did that show in Portland that we shall not talk about outside of this room, when I did that show, when I listened back to it, I was so horrified because always, I've always been like, you know, super high me and I've done lots of things where I'm on camera or doing a podcast where I am just fucked up and I still managed to get through it without going hey everybody 
My name. That was when I was listening back to it. I thought, oh, they fucked. They recorded it wrong. They recorded it on the wrong speed. I had some hash oil hits backstage that just fucking. And it was a long night of hitting it and drinking, and so. But all you got to do is just hear yourself like that once, and I can I can get pretty fucked up, and I'll never be that bad again because I, now I'm way too paranoid. Like, even if I'm really, you know, high or drunk, which I, I'm a little both right now, I, I, will, I will keep the pace up. I will, I will, I will remember to do that because that was, that was so terrible to listen to. What's that? That's what I thought. Let's go ahead and look at the prize bag, you guys. Taking the mic out and walking around. Uh, we got. Uh, let me let me start with the ones you know about. Let's start with you got what you guys are already aware of. In this bag, <laughs> there are woot monkeys. I brought some woot monkeys. The winner will win one of those, but I'll also I'll shoot a couple of them off into the crowd. How many do I have in here? There's a few woot monkeys. I think there's one more. There he is. Get out here. So there's the Woot Monkeys. Now, you guys know that I'm going to be on the Weezer Cruise coming up in January. So you guys got to buy tickets. There's still plenty of uh, cabins available. Oh, and that, that really super crazy hot light from the first show is, is hot on me again. <laughs> they turned it off the first show, and now it's back. Um, the Benson interruption. A copy of Hurley signed by all the members of Weezer. A T-shirt. Yeah, you, you save your applause for the end. A, uh, a Weezer t-shirt. And then one of our guests was nice enough to bring a umbrella. A nice... It's pretty nice outside right now, but you never know. And... Oh, I also have a Weezer poster. And another guest brought... Signed a bag of Utz chips. For you guys. Just for you guys. And then... I think you've probably heard rumors to this effect. I also have... Uh, I'm going to save that one for last because this one also doesn't give away who it is if I show you. Uh, here's a bag from Full Tilt Poker and it's got like a whole poker set in there with like poker chips and the whole deal and a bunch of other poker stuff which is pretty pretty awesome and, and very heavy. I really I can't believe I got that up over my head. And then we also have a copy of Season 4 of 30 Rock. Yeah. So, and the umbrella says, what does it say? Something about the weather? You don't have to answer that. We'll find out when you get out here. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to this stage Keith Powell, Michael Ian Black, Pat Kiernan, and Jim Gaffigan. I do okay? Is that okay? <laughs> I make a lot of calls. What's that, sir? Get McKinley Lane. That's a reference to a movie that I was in. 
Michael Ian Black, everybody. I just want to tell you all that the retail value of that full tilt poker bag, easily $150, $200. And more to the point, full tilt poker uh, has now gone belly up because, it was, because it's a massive Ponzi scheme. So that could be highly collectible, you guys. Yeah. Uh, the it, retail value of my uh, 30 Rock DVD, about 10 cents. That's Keith Powell, everybody. You know him as Twofer. Don't clap. You know you're disappointed. You were expecting Alec Baldwin. Well, I was. I was trying. You know, I wrote on my Twitter feed several times because Alec Baldwin has a podcast now. That's, uh, that's right. That's yeah, right. and I was like, come promote yours on mine. And his is already like, just the announcement that he has a podcast is number one. Oh, is that- <laughs> yeah, it's doing quite well. I'm going to listen to the shit out of that. That was a terrible sentence. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I'm going to be in the bathroom listening to it. And... <laughs> I'm I'm very excited about it. I, I think he's he'd be hilarious to listen to talk to to anybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so Twofer is here instead of Alec Baldwin. No one was expecting Alec Baldwin. What you were expecting was a slightly different hat. You were expecting Judah Friedlander. Some of you. Yeah. And he's a friend of mine, but he's you know like like his character on the show. He you know he's. You imagine it's hard to get a phone call back from him, maybe. <laughs> he, always, he always says to me, every time he writes to me, it starts with, I want to do your podcast sometime. Oh, and then every time I write to him and say, how about this time? I either don't hear back or he <laughs> writes back that he's you know, performing somewhere because he's got a busy schedule. Yeah, he does a lot of stand-up. Yeah. But anyway. He'll so be Alec up. wouldn't do it. Judah wouldn't do it. What about Jack McBrayer? Did you ask Jack? Did not, I did not ask anybody else. He wouldn't have done it either, I don't think. <laughs> One person wrote to me on Twitter, is it Tina Fey? And I wrote back, you're the stupidest person alive. Basically, let's name all the people who are not Keith. <laughs> what about the other black guy? Could the, would the, was the other black guy available? Could he do it? What about uh, Krakowski? What about Krakowski? <laughs> Tim Conway, he was on it once. <laughs> But Pat Kiernan from New York One is here, you guys. New York One. Thank you for having me, Doug. And he signed the umbrella. Well, because when when people give me shit when when we deliver the weather forecast and it's wrong. So, So this is my way of saying to the one person who wins that you have an umbrella in case I didn't say it was going to rain. You can just carry it around everywhere. Yeah, and for the podcast listeners that don't have the opportunity to live in this, this great area, uh, <laughs> I almost said great state, but is New York one throughout the state? Or no, just it is, the, oh, it is no. the city of New York yeah, only. Yeah, okay, I'm glad we, I didn't make we, that mistake. We don't <laughs> care about the news in Westchester. Is, is New York one like, is New York one like, is that the entire planet? <laughs> I'm not stoned or anything, is it? Is that like cover the moon too? <laughs> It goes all the way out to the state of Denver. <laughs> yes! Um, but what does it say on the umbrella about what's your slogan? It, it, just, it just says, for the days when, when I was wrong. <laughs> it, I, nice. I, I, just, I, I took my Sharpie and I signed it. That's all. Oh, okay. It may but... look like an official New York One umbrella. It's just from Dwayne Reed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks to the people at Dwayne Reed for selling umbrellas. 
And um, I'll talk more to you in a second. Let's let's also introduce our fourth guest, the person who brought. I uh, I these are the man behind the chips. I, I made these chips myself. Jim Gaffigan, everybody. Thank you. I didn't want to just bring in some swag or you know uh, or of something very practical like an umbrella. I wanted to you know Doug had that backstage so. <laughs> You know, if somebody... I signed it. Whoever wins tonight can have... And I wrote collectible on there. Whoever wins can have a great outdoor poker party. (laughs) Because you've got an umbrella and chips and and poker stuff. And you can throw a 30 rock. I don't know what you'd do with that if you're having an outdoor poker party. But there's probably some use for it. And uh, season... What season is it? Four? It's four. Do you remember anything about that season? I remember that most people online said that it was our worst season. The shit got extra crazy. Was it really crazy? Well, it got really loopy. It got really loopy. But I actually think it was our best season. What was the big story arc of that season? Um, I think um, um, Jack was deciding between the two. um, Oh, that was awesome. That was the Matt Damon season. That was when we introduced Matt Damon towards the the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, and the wedding was the season finale. I don't want to burst your bubble, but you guys did not introduce Matt Damon. (laughs) No, we broke him. Yeah, how about them apples? (laughs) (laughs) No, but actually, um, Matt Damon is like, the nicest human being in the world. And we get it. You know Matt Damon. <laughs> Holy well, shit. Well, I will tell you that, that my, my girlfriend... Did you guys has, go to Harvard together? <laughs> my girlfriend has made very inappropriate um, sexual comments to Matt Damon. And I was kind of like, I, I, kinda, I can get behind that. I can understand that. Oh, but, uh, yeah. But, but no... But no, he's like, like I, I get very intimidated by him because um, I always feel like he's going to Jason Bourne me. You know? but, hey, quick question. Who, who's Matt Damon? <laughs> <laughs> the guy in the Jason Bourne books. I didn't see that. <laughs> you didn't read those books? Be, there's a new... There's a new Jason, uh, um, Jason Bourne, right? There's, I think it's like a prequel, isn't it? Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, Renner as, as two weeks younger. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks younger Jason Bourne. It, the story picks up before Amnesia, but only a few weeks before it. <laughs> what? It's the Bourne Legacy. I saying. love how angry that sounded. <laughs> it's the Bourne Legacy. Oh, that's sharp. <laughs> Guess we stepped on some toes there. You know what? This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> He doesn't love movies. <laughs> he knows nothing about films in the future. <laughs> doesn't he read the trades? Pat Kiernan. Yeah. Uh, not only from the great New York One, he gets up early every day and reads to you what's in the paper. Yeah. In the papers. For people so lazy they can't walk outside the front door <laughs> to grab the paper. Or they don't have the internet, because that's where the papers are now. Are you going to change it to Pat's internet at some point? Uh, I, I do have a plan B, that Pat's papers, uh, there's another URL that I'm not prepared to divulge at this time. Oh, okay. Mm. What is it? I'm trying to think of it. Does it also have alliteration? Is it a P word? <laughs> All right, I'll tell you. I already own it. It's, it's Pat's picks. 
Oh. So then you could just be. I think I speak for everybody. I love it. Right? <laughs> I love that. Fantastic. Hey, who's Pat? <laughs> I'm not being mean to you. Hey, it's my fear. It's all about me being a little uh, scared. I'm sure there's more than one stoner in the audience who isn't up to watch Pat ever. <laughs> But I was, I, you know, I lived here for a year and I was addicted to the, to the whole channel. They have a whole show every week that's a half hour about Broadway. I, I loved it. It's called On Stage. <laughs> that's, how, that's how Zach Galifianakis pronounces it. On Stage. And, um, but Pat, I wanted to ask you about, I, keep for, I can't remember the name of yeah. it, but your amazing trivia contest on VH1. The World Series of Pop Culture. The... Yeah, I and, thought it was the Super Bowl of shit people shouldn't know. Well, and unfortunately, it's been three years since they had us back. We, we still think they should. Yeah. They've been busy. You know, VH1 gets something going that's working out, and then they walk away. Yeah, <laughs> they do it. They show too much of it, and then they walk away. But like, we'd like to do it again. Yeah. Well, please let's start the ball rolling right yeah, here. Yeah. Yes. Is there an address we can write to? I believe it's online. Yeah, just go uh, online and tell 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 everybody online. Do you have the URL Dear for that? Dear everybody, <laughs> bring back. It's so mean. Bring back the World Cup of of <laughs> nonsense <laughs> of pop culture, otherwise known as the E Channel. Yeah. But those uh, those teams they'd have come on there they were yeah. they were pretty good and you right. were did, did you ever stop and start or are you like Alex Trebek you're just great at reading questions without flubbing them up No we did we well we would pick up occasionally Yeah yeah occasionally but, but you're slick no, you do that, a good job with that's, it That's why they you know, that's why they bring in a That's why they picked like you me for that That's why I don't uh, actually host a game they didn't, show They didn't bring me in for the comedy <laughs> That's why they hire someone that's not stoned Yeah <laughs> But there was no speed round or anything like that. Yeah, that, that You'd be, would be amazed, though. I, you know, when I meet celebrities, <laughs> hosts, actors, whoever, I know which one smoke pot because they kind of light up when they see me. Like, they recognize me. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm always like, holy You're shit, like he does that high? Weed. About whatever, you know, whatever yeah. his job is. Like, uh, there's some pretty amazing ones. Tell us who the pothead is. Barack told. Obama. <laughs> No, but there's been some good ones over Barack here. Brad, Brad Pitt turned his back on me. Brad Pitt was always my number one, and now he does, now he claims to not smoke anymore. So he, he's ruined that story. <laughs> yeah, I only smoked with him once at a party. He wouldn't he wouldn't know. But um, yeah, there's been some good ones. Yeah, Ted Koppel. <laughs> no, Keith. That's what's the Keith, what's Brad Pitt like? <laughs> What's that? Brad Pitt's like the nicest guy in the world. Well, he comes by when Matt's there and just hangs out, right? They just <laughs> yeah. They play Rochambeau between takes. <laughs> do you know the answer to that question? Because uh, it wasn't really a question. <laughs> yes, they do, Doug. That's my impression of you. That's about right. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah, you play that white black guy on TV. What? <laughs> I am very Afrocentric. Twofer yeah. never shows up with a, a hat like that. That's true. I, this is my, my gangsta <laughs> skull cap. I don't know. 
Because I get very cold. Jim Gaffigan was in, if I can embarrass you for a second. New York One. <laughs> on the stock. He does sports on New York One. Coming up on New York One. There's a black guy on New York One that sounds really bored. Who's that guy? Uh, a woman was raped in Queens today. Ooh. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that guy? I love that guy's voice. It's I, like it puts you to sleep. He's like, I, <laughs> rape. I think uh, you're thinking of Stanley from The Office. Yeah. <laughs> That's who that sounds like. No, you know, no, my no, no good can come out of me commenting on that. Really? Well, he seems like he's good at his job. <laughs> you can't get, you can't be all emotional about rape when you're on the news. You get, oh, what another rape? Well, you you don't have to make it sound like it's like oh another one. Uh, have you ever done this, Pat? Where like you tell you've what? got a I'm talking to Pat now. Where you have where it comes to you and your next story is brutal but you don't know what face to make so you're smiling too oh, much oh yeah if you're in the smiling mode you, well you, you are after all reading it a dozen times in a row through the, through the course of the morning yeah well, and, on your channel yeah and you can get a little numb to <laughs> well, it I think that explains why the bored black guy um, is so bored yeah I mean that's true he said it two yeah. times Ugh. That's right. She's still raped. (laughs) She's still got raped. She was raped in 8.05. She's raped in 8.12, guys. (laughs) Still haven't cured AIDS. (laughs) Three Kings is one of my favorite movies ever. (laughs) Oh, right. This is a movie podcast. Yeah, yeah. I always bring it back to movies eventually. And Jim Gaffigan is in Three Kings. They, I didn't, they didn't even have my name on the poster. Can you believe that? I know. You were kind of like the fourth king in a way. I was. More so than Spike Jones. Yeah. Because uh, uh, he must have been insulted that it's called Three Kings and there's four central characters. I don't I Let's don't not know. get into that. No. I don't want you to speculate on behalf of Spike a, Jones, a nutty director who, who is awesome. No. Um, he's great in he's in some movie is right there now. a question no I just throw it out there and then you're supposed to have some great story I'm about going, huh? what do I do Doug I yeah. don't know just go just tell me a story about like George Clooney or that or him and the George director Clooney. having a fight with George Clooney I was sitting on a helicopter and uh, and then Wait, Clooney, I told myself I wasn't going to cry when I told this story right? no I was on a helicopter these people don't even think I was in Three Kings so like <laughs> Doug is really stoned this time. No, the person they don't think was in Three Kings is Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. Because that's really weird that he's also in that that's, amazing movie. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, all of his, no, scenes, all of his scenes are with Nora Dunn, so you probably ran to the bathroom whenever they I checked out. <laughs> no one in 30 Nora Dunn will Nora be no Dunn. longer subscribing to the podcast. Yeah, her and her husband Kevin Dunn are going to say, fuck that guy. He's in the Transformers movies. <laughs> so, you were in a helicopter? I was on a, heli- I was in a helicopter next to the guy that played uh, Bubba Gump or something like that. Mickle T. Williamson. Yes. And he, uh, he, he turned to me and he goes, does that look like there's a fight over there? And George Clooney and uh, David O. Russell were kind of going at it. Amazing. Physically going at it? Yeah. No, verbally. 
Like he was like, barbecued shrimp. <laughs> Is that a fight over there? Do you think that's a fight over Sauteed there? Sauteed shrimp. Do <laughs> you think it's a wrestling match? Do you think it's an argument? <laughs> Do you think it's a quibble? <laughs> a lover's it? quarrel? What would you call Altercation. <laughs> but yeah, so, they, so you were kind of nearby when it was happening. I Yeah, I mean, and then we all ran over and it was all done and that well, was about it. Now, have you guys, I mean, you've seen the, the YouTube clip of him, like, freaking Flipping out. Flipping out on, on, on Lily, Lily Tomlin. Tomlin, yeah. Yeah. I could see I that. I have to say to I that. I kind of take his side on that. <laughs> do, do I bet you she's a handful on the set. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah well, I, yeah. yeah right? It's a well-known fact that Lily Tomlin is a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> One ring-a-ding-a-ear, two ring a She's brilliant. I know you're joking. I, I was joking. You're but right. She's, yeah, brilliant. she's brilliant. Yeah, I, I was joking. It is not well known. <laughs> <laughs> it's a well kept secret. <laughs> she's a nice lady for a con. But, but ve- truly very talented. I always liked her joke when she was on SNL as a host. In the, I think in the very first season of it, she had a whole bit about. Uh, taking a wastebasket home from the store and taking it out of the paper bag and then putting the paper okay. bag in the wastebasket. That's good stuff. I really, I really sure. sold she, it on Burger Hunter. I'm, yeah. I'm her, sure it's her funnier Edith when you actually character watch was it. Fucking hysterical. Yeah, that yeah. was great. That's fun when people do that with their Google mouth. that. <laughs> Unless you don't have a computer. Pat will read you the transcript of the. <laughs> 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 a low of 52 degrees like tonight tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow partly cloudy in the morning in the afternoon and a high of 62 and was still raped in Queens <laughs> I'll just break every, every 10 minutes I'll break into the weather if that'll help I would love it what do you think it, what do you think it is outside right now is part of there's somebody in the audience we, just saying full sentences totally having a conversation with us up here <laughs> Share it with the class. Okay, never mind. Let's, let's, this is a family podcast, so let's uh, <laughs> let's clean it up, you guys. Um, but in the area of favorite movies of all time, Michael Ian Black is in a motion picture called Wet Hot American Summer. Thank you. <laughs> I am in one motion picture, hey, and that's you, it. Can you take that in? Can you take in that applause? I can, mm-hmm. and I thank you guys very much. <laughs> is that going to pay your mortgage? No. <laughs> that applause isn't going to raise your children. How many do you have now? I honestly don't even know. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm on an old-timey train cart <laughs> rolling down the tracks. <laughs> Backstage, I'm telling them, no physical comedy. It's a podcast. And I come up with this routine. Oh, good. Another drink. I got to say the name of the person that bought it. Here, just throw it in there. Thank you. How do I get... Can somebody... What is it? It's just straight vodka? Does anybody want a drink that's up here? It's Chris Carson? From, it's from someone named Chris Carson who, who, who wanted to shout out. He's one of the replacement a... guys in Kiss. When they got rid of the real Kiss guys, they brought in Chris Carson. <laughs> it's Chris Carson. <laughs> oh, 
Chris Carson. <laughs> Johnny Carson's son, right? Oh, hey, Jesus. what is You know, sorry, Carson Chris. Daly's it's like a giant shot generous. of vodka that I'm supposed he to have. He was like, maybe this will help. Send yeah, him some booze I'm going to sip it. I'm totally going to sip it. But thank you, Chris Carson. And anyone who thinks it's against shots law to not shoot it. Yeah. Fuck those people. There's a guy back there. Do it, you pussy. (laughs) I'm out of (laughs) here. I can't remember what song they sang in Blazing Saddles. Do you know? (laughs) Why do you look at the black guy? person was in that you obviously must know but that was don't you think i mean not to get all serious but that was a big uh milestone turning like richard pryor wrote that movie yeah and it really it took on race in a way that to this very day there's plenty of people that don't get they were kidding about some of that (laughs) some stuff and they're like yeah (laughs) you know what i mean it's it's crazy how i well just recently like some major like studio executive at like abc or something got hugely reprimanded because he was recounting one of the scenes and he kept saying the n-word over and over and over again trying to like act out the scenes which n-word yeah you you could say it can't you say it michael richards is working at abc (laughs) so i was at rick perry's ranch and i was like what did it used to say on that rock Anyway, um, I wanted to ask about Wet Hot American Summer, or actually just tell you. This is another great Doug Benson question where I tell you a story. <laughs> they, there's a revival of Godspell that's going to open soon here that I've seen and love. And, uh, uh, but I met some of the cast, and one of them said to me, they really worry. They sing that song day by day, which is also sung in Wet Hot American Summer. Yes, and is. they keep waiting for some smartass to go, boo, because that's what happens when they sing it in that movie. I would love that if that so happened. We, no, you should get some cast members, get Bradley Cooper, okay. sit in the second row, make out for a while. And then when they sing day by day, boo the shit out of it. A running joke that we had on set was, we, and it won't be funny to you guys, but it's a, it's a little backstage joke. Uh, a glimpse into the making of, we used to uh, run around singing Day Bidet, you know, the thing that cleans your genitals, and that was just something that we, we did all the time. So, you're welcome. And you made a movie that takes place in the summer and it was fucking crazy cold the entire time. It was raining the entire time we were shooting the movie. It was, I don't know if it was record rains or not, but we shot for about a month, and I think for 28 days out of the 30 it, it rained. Which is, you know, bad when you're shooting a movie called Wet Hot. Well, I mean, not the Wet Hot. It was called Hot, wet, American hot American Summer. Yes. Until, yeah. <laughs> so it, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was knee-deep mud pretty much everywhere you went. And uh, Now it's a cult I got, classic. I got worms. <laughs> For reals? No, but I was just trying to think of fun, something funny to say. It worked. That's yep. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was eating a lot of poppums before in a little donut holes. And they got a lot of sugar. And then I peaked, and then I came out here. Yeah, you've been bouncing off the walls. <laughs> What's that, Steph? Is that a cookie? Yeah. 
Oh my god, there's a big cookie with her name on it. People have been bringing those like they think that's going to get them chosen. And then it works. People choose them. <laughs> and then I'm up here drunkenly eating a cookie. It's so much fun. Uh, let's see how we're doing on time, you guys. Pat, have you been to the uh, cinema at all lately? Have you seen any motion pictures? No, not really. Uh, you hang go on. With, you hang go on. I went, to, I went to some with my kids. Yeah, what'd you see? Dolphin Tail. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw that, Pat. Wait you a did. second. Who said boo? <laughs> What's your problem with Dolphin oh, Tail? Kids. I mean, I, kids. It's, it's, I, did you, did, I got choked up at the end. It's a Personally. lovely little family movie. Apparently, it has very little to do with the actual story. Oh, it, really? It's, it's only barely based on a true story. Oh, okay, great. newsman. You know the scenes at the end where they they're, they're, at they the show, end they show some actual people. photos, but the the Harry Connick guy isn't as cute, and the the Ashley Judd is anyone <laughs> really? Yeah, there's nobody. I, he is so good on Ashley Tremac. Judd. Isn't as cute as he is. No, she. I, I have to say, my biggest issue with the movie was whenever the pelican would corner her and try, you know. And I think that was Lion King. Wait, there's a pelican. <laughs> pelican is one of the supporting cast. There's a pe- there's a pelican. There's a pelican briefly in the film, and <laughs> and it's an annoying like it's a it's a little it's like a. Com, it's the comic relief. Yeah. You, you did see it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and, and there, there was the, the war veteran who swims who had no apparent reason for being in the plot. Well, the idea well, was... The, the, the point idea was is he, that our troops are good. No, I, I understood that. All right, commie. Why did you say that when we were talking about was, Three Kings, the war movie? Did Harry Connick Jr. have his shirt off or not? I don't remember. I, think I don't remember. I think he's always got some sort of shirt on, even though he's in a wading pool with a dolphin with yeah. no tail. It should be called Dolphin No Tail, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> but Morgan Freeman was good. Yeah. He's always great. <laughs> like, he sells the shit out of anything. <laughs> when I saw Mr. Popper's Penguins, I was like, how can they do a Penguin movie without Morgan Freeman? Like, or a Jim Carrey movie without Morgan Freeman. He's really good for all of those things. So yeah, Doug. That's or at this point, how could they do a Jim Carrey movie? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you did it. Yes, I did. Oh my God, y'all. He is a well-known cunt, though. I mean, let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Jim Carrey? (laughs) What? He yelled out once bitten, and I'm really sad that I was able to translate that. I immediately know Jim Carrey's in a movie called Once Bitten. He was. That was one a of his first A hilarious vampire farce, yes. It's one of his first movies. Where he worked, I think a couple times in the movie, he's like, oh, I'm Jimmy Stewart. Like, he'd work in a couple of those he things. Tried. I, he tried he was, to, I think, yeah. Jim, uh, he was, what's his name? Jim Carrey? Yeah. He was also in a movie called Doing Time on Maple Drive. Yeah, where he was an alcoholic. Yep. Yeah, and he, he, was, was, actually he was good very, in that. He was very good. I think he's a good actor. I think I, it's a I good movie. I would like movie. to work with you, Jim. <laughs> Michael Ian Black made all those references. <laughs> Jim, I have four children. <laughs> Jim, work with Jim. Work with Jim uh, because he's a yes man. Hey, that's good. You guys, Jim Carrey's a personal friend of mine. I can talk all this shit I want about him. He's not really. I've never Drew met Carrey, him. No. Right? Oh, Drew Carey? No. Uh, no. 
but he is related to the 1978 John uh, Sissy Spacek uh, thriller. Carrie. Carrie. Coal yes. miner's di- daughter. Carrie. Don't take Jim Carrey to the prom, I think, was the, <laughs> was the slogan for that movie, because he he'll just talk out of his ass the whole time. <laughs> you guys are setting me up nicely tonight. This is fun. You guys got a tall Bud Light over there. Was I talking to anybody about anything? Oh, yeah. I was talking to Pat. Uh, Dolphin Tales were the best I can do recently. Yeah, but it's a cute movie. Uh, you, you, we discussed this prior to the show. I said, have you seen any movies lately? And he was like, only Dolphin Tale. And I was like, let's go. <laughs> I totally have seen that. I try to see what, whatever movies are going to be at the top of the box office charts so I can always have opinions Paranormal about, about those. Did you see that? I have not seen PA3 yet. And I think it's like the highest grossing or opening weekend for a horror film. It made uh, $54 million, yeah. uh this weekend. When Is we're ta- it that when we're exhausting to say Paranormal Activity 3? <laughs> like, you know what? We, gotta, we don't have a lot of time here. Let's just say PA3. Who, who are you come talking on, come to? Come on, we got a lot of time here. Uh, who are you talking to right now? Paranormal and Activity? There's no way I'd get through that. <laughs> it's a big time I saw Melancholia. Uh. I took I I took my kids to it. All right. That's the thing with Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. And uh, directed by the Dogma guy. Lars, Lars von, von Trier. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. Can we, you drag that out a little here. bit? <laughs> there was a guy. How should I say his name where I sound more drunk? <laughs> Lars von Trier. More, we, more, more. We had we, not already covered that. Like we had already More like Lars von Queer, am I right? <laughs> Who is a well-known cunt? The. Uh... Sometimes I think that no women or ethnicities or gay people listen to this at all. Because <laughs> it's we we just go there. But the Lars Van Trier guy that in the back there, what's what's your actual name? Aaron. <laughs> he had to consult with the internet really Why quickly. Is he, how come we have microphones and he's louder than us? <laughs> Aaron. Aaron. But he, um, in his part time, he's an air raid siren, and. But I could just see him in the subway on the way over with his girlfriend, if they ever pause. Without knowing something, <laughs> I am going to tell them. <laughs> Have you seen Mel- Melancholia, Aaron? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> this, is the, this is the theater, not Yankee Stadium. <laughs> no! He is the worst person to be near. I'm sorry, I was talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the Aaron interruption. Okay, now, now say it when it's quiet. <laughs> he hasn't seen Melancholia yet, but he wants to. Oh, thank you for the translation. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I get people yell stupid shit at me for a living. We both get paid. I hire them. Aaron's one of the best. I'm taking him out on the road with me. He, uh, his only instructions are every time I say, uh, yell out whatever you think I'm about to say. 
It was what on it, demand. It was, uh, you know, like on demand, they have the different sections where they're like in theaters and then there's like, we hope it'll get to a theater. <laughs> the preview one. But I think it won something at, you it know, can. can, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it won. Yeah, best actress. <laughs> best actress! <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. There's Someone is very proud out there. of the information that they know. <laughs> what won the Palme d'Or this year? <laughs> that was a different guy. Tree that guy light. on the subway said, "Honey, Tree if light. I get a chance to yell at TV, Honey, I'm going to go for it." it. Yeah. <laughs> was one of you guys in at TV? No. Pat? No, it wasn't me. But Pat, have you, I, you've, you've played yourself in some movies, right? I, I, I will only play myself. That's, that's my, my... That's your acting range? <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> if they're saying, will you play Godzilla for us, Pat? <laughs> uh, no, Night at the Museum I did, and uh, The Interpreter. Oh. They both yeah. take place in New York? They did. Because yeah, I'm only playing myself. <laughs> he played that's a farmhand. What do you think? <laughs> No, I just meant that New York one's only, as I just learned tonight, it's only on in, this island. In New York. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect place for New York one. They didn't get it in Omaha. A woman was raped today in Brooklyn. But what does that have to do with my crops? And why is he so bored? Have you seen anything lately, Jim Gaffigan? What's that? <laughs> Have you seen a motion picture? He I, went to see I, Melancholia. I saw oh, Melancholia. you were Melancholia. I'm and sorry. then I saw... Lars Von Trier! I... I... Oh my God, this is a call and response. <laughs> <laughs> He's announcing him at a formal party. <laughs> it's like, how do you talk like that and not have a bowel movement? I saw Lion King 3D with my two-year-old. Oh, God. And, and we own it. What? Seriously? I want one. Thank you. What do you want? Just tell her what you want. Gin and juice. <laughs> oh, no, don't be a stereotype. Don't do that. Yeah, really. I'll don't have some Manischewitz, please. Come on. What are you doing? And I'll have a glass of milk with some white bread. <laughs> can, can I have a seltzer? Yeah. <laughs> I think that guy's yelled Hot Pockets a bunch of times. Yeah. I think he's really trying to get an endorsement deal. Listen, Hot Pockets. I will go and yell that anywhere Jim Gaffigan is appearing. Why isn't he responding? Is that your most frequently yelled at thing, the Hot Pockets? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's either Hot Pockets or Bacon, but mostly Hot Pockets. Is there a Bacon Hot Pocket? No, no, no. I mean, I don't know. Have you ever had a Bacon Sunday? Um, yeah, I had. I've tried all the bacon stuff. <laughs> it's most. I'm sorry of it's to disgusting. be that guy. <laughs> I love I love bacon Sundays. I mean, I only had you it do. One, I only had it once, and then the rest of my day was ruined. Well, you but know, if, if you're stoned, I'm sure it's. While amazing. I was eating it, it was amazing. It was good. Yeah, it was ice cream and bacon in a thing. Yeah. Little yeah. caramel on there. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Just say hot pockets once. <laughs> 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 I 
There you go. There's your gin and juice. <laughs> Keith got his gin and juice. Jim got, what'd you get? Just a water or something? I got a seltzer. I'm from New York here. I thought you wanted something, Michael. I uh, jokingly asked for some Manischewitz wine. <laughs> but in fact... How great would it have been if they just... Boop, there it is. <laughs> I bet they don't have any, though. No. This is so much fun. Uh, <laughs> just in case anyone listening doesn't think so, I want I want to <laughs> make sure... I want to make sure they understand that... Somebody was having fun. What was the like? Do you go and do you go into one movie and sneak into the other one still? Uh, every once in a while, I'll do that, yeah. but it takes so much planning to do that, especially with especially with the trailers being un, unwieldy lengths these days. Because whatever the start time is, you got to add twenty to twenty five minutes to yeah. it, and so it gets too complicated for me. But the trailers are my favorite part. So what I'll do is just sneak from theater to theater to watch trailers. <laughs> like I'll walk down the hall, whatever's starting next, I'll just go in and then watch all the trailers and then move on to something else. Unless the trailer comes on that I've seen too many times, and I just and I run out and I but I yell something that makes the whole audience think that I've decided to not even stay for the movie I paid to see because I'm so outraged by the trailer. <laughs> How dare they attach Puss in Boots? <laughs> It'd be great if you yelled, Lord Von Trier! <laughs> no one would know what that, what that was in reference to. At a but Lars Von Trier movie, they would. Von <laughs> Trier! <laughs> Aaron! <laughs> Officially, the Lars, Lars Von Trier thing has been buried to death. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be pared down to Trier! I think that should be that should be the name of this episode. Is I, they're making a new Men in Black three, and with Men in Black one, two, and now three, I can't hear them without thinking of Michael Ian Black. It's been it's been great for my career, <laughs> you guys. Mib, yeah. Mib, yeah. Oh, because people the, do shorten that. They do call it Mib. They and do, like, and the exposure that I get from that. The marketing opportunities I've gotten. I've, I'm just signing a deal with 7-Eleven next week that's going to put my initials on Slurpees and my face. and It's really, really going to be great, you guys. So I want to thank Will and Tommy Lee and everybody, the whole crew. It's just, it's just been, you know what? It's been a wild ride. And, you know, if you had told me 15 years ago that this would uh, happen to me, I wouldn't have believed it. But thank God it has. Knock on wood. What do you think you're going to do in part three? Because the first part was Will Smith was always kind of skeptical partner, and then he finally got with the program, and they killed the monster. And then part two, that he had to go and convince Tommy Lee Jones because he got neuralized. He had to go convince him, and he was skeptical, and then he finally got one over. What's the third one going to be? Two guys going, you should do this. I don't think so. They both are into it and against it at the same time. Uh, My understanding is that they're basing it uh, on... Blues Brothers 2000. So they're, they're bringing in John Goodman and a little kid. That's what I was hoping. That's perfect. Did I ask you what you've seen lately? No. Okay. Please go. I just uh, watched on my Netflix the 2010 Steve Coogan Rob Bryson film, The Trip. Nice. 
That's a good one. Tremendous. Was, I believe it was culled from a TV series. I believe that. Where every that's week true. they'd be out driving around together being funny and doing dueling Michael Caine impressions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, if you're just going to yell out something that's already been introduced. <laughs> that, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Do it one more time Hot for the pockets. folks, Jim. You should get the audience to be involved in the podcast. <laughs> It's, they've always here at the Gramercy. They've always been very polite. This one's off the off the rails somehow. I think maybe they're trying to make up for how not drunk we are I'm by there. you know by doing it themselves, which I appreciate. You've you've opened a Pandora's box, and we're never coming back. I wish it was a Pandora's box. Something interesting might come out of that. Hmm, do I want to see some dragons or guys yelling shit? <laughs> I want to see dragons. I want to see now, you're mentally ill. You have, you're like, you have a problem. <laughs> I didn't even want to let you finish I'm, that one. I'm, I'm dying that's to just see what crazy. that guy looks like. Now. Somebody that works here should talk to that guy. <laughs> what yeah. if he does work here? <laughs> He's like, it's me! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Moving cool. along. All right, shall we play a game? Yeah. yeah. Uh, here come some of the name tags. You're getting ahead of me. Oh, my. Oh, Let's play the Leonard Maltin game, you guys. Matt brought a pizza with two pieces missing because he's a human being. He's got to eat. There's a bowling All pin right. that says Ari. Yeah. I pronounce that right? Yeah. Nice. Good job, Ari. Uh-huh. That's like for Big Lebowski fans, I guess. Noah has a sign that has not only a woot monkey on it, but also Doug Hart's interrupting. interrupting. Oh, it was a crossover from the earlier show. That's good. So, uh, gentlemen, start your boners, as Adrian Zamed said in <laughs> Bachelor Party. <laughs> no, go pick a name tag that you want to play for. What's that dog? Is that a dog? It's a oh, it's Spuds McKenzie. Oh. So that is, that that is a dog. But that's an old school. That's dog. That's not the actual that's Spuds cool. McKenzie, though. <laughs> that's the real Spuds McKenzie. He's been stuffed. Wait, somebody has a computer back there. I know. It's I, yours. I don't know how it you can, can be get, yours. get to him to go get it. What? But, Do I know? keep it if I pick you? Wait, says the guy who's not holding a computer. <laughs> First of all, dude, that is, no, ra- that is racist. <laughs> um, yeah, you can keep it. Right, Brian? Brian, That's, that's Brian's on, decision. It looks like a shitty computer. <laughs> wow, there's even people up in like the uh, Balk section with oh, name wow. tags. Oh, there's a whole other world up there. Yeah, they turn the lights it's on. A- so go ahead, gentlemen, and okay. pick, go physically take the name tag from the oh, person physically. you want to play for. If there's somebody towards the back, have them walk forward with it. Who's got a pumpkin? There you go. Pat Kiernan picked the pumpkin. Jim Gaffigan went with Juno. No, you hang on to it. Yeah, you keep it. She's not really pregnant, no. You, really, you picked her because you thought she was really pregnant? 
Okay, uh, now, now, Doug. And, and because I'm blind. Doug, there was, there was Brian's pumpkin down here in the front made out of paper. And then there was Chris's pumpkin made out of a pumpkin. So you went with the real thing? So, well, Brian's was <laughs> Take impressive. Take it home to the, the kids? The, the lights were impressive on Brian's, but, but Chris, how did you? Okay. Yeah. And Keith picked uh, Deirdre? Yeah, well, because I have an aunt named Deirdre, so... Oh, that's sweet. And she, so, and she wrote, Deirdre loves Doug on the side of a uh, small beach ball. Wow, Which that's is actually expensive. true of my aunt as well. <laughs> she loves you. She loves me? She's not into white guys. What, do you, what, did, what did you get, Men in Black 3? <laughs> I went uh, racist. <laughs> so I went with Raleigh, and then in parentheses it says... Japanese lorry. <laughs> Did you know he was going to be here? Because it's like made for him. Yeah, and then it's got the uh, uh, a, a still from Lost in Translation with the blonde Japanese guy laughing and clapping and... Bill Murray looking shocked and delighted. And yeah, it's like it was made for me. So thank you. You're drawn to that sort of thing. Jim Gaffigan picked I, uh, Juno. I picked Julie, who I thought was really pregnant. Because <laughs> I'm not that smart, but you know. So I picked a liar. <laughs> it's a costume. I'm not going to try that hard up. now. Oh, you're not pregnant? Oh. <laughs> she holds up her beer as an indicator of how not pregnant she is. Fuck you and your unborn babies. Balance the beer on your stomach. I've always wanted to see a pregnant lady do that. That's awesome. <laughs> so it's a shelf right there for beers and yet you can't drink. It's totally, totally unfair. And Pat's got the pumpkin, right? From Chris. Pat's pumpkin, I like to call it. I own that URL as well. <laughs> What do you think is going to be on the front page of Pat's Pumpkin tomorrow? <laughs> on the front, we're going to be reading pumpkins tomorrow. <laughs> reading have... news, that lady's no longer raped. <laughs> New hymen in Queens today. <laughs> hey, can you hold this for a second? Thanks. <laughs> Are you guys trading name tags? No, I just don't want to hold on to mine. <laughs> Do you want me to put it on the pumpkin table over here? Oh, that's all right, Pat. <laughs> Ooh, oh, that's that's the table for the name tags. Oh, yep. Movie? Seriously, there's got to be somebody you can talk to him. <laughs> Hot pockets. <laughs> Jim did not say that. For the listener, that was not Jim. That was a puppet Jim is holding. Chris, Chris, you're supposed to leave the lid ajar so it doesn't start the pumpkin on fire with the candle. But <laughs> it's got a real candle in there. Yep. A fire today at the Gramercy Theater. <laughs> <laughs> During the fire, a woman was raped. 
<laughs> All right, we're going to play the Leonard Malton game. We'll start with Michael, because he's the veteran on the show. He's been on it before. Doesn't, doesn't really remember how to play, but that's cool. And then we'll go to Keith, because he's heard it. And then we'll go to Pat, because I explained it to him. And then we'll go to Jim. <laughs> Hopefully by the time we get to him, we'll get it. Good luck. As always, <laughs> please... I'm especially worried that someone in particular is going to yell out what he thinks is the answer. <laughs> so please don't do that, dude. That's His name I, is Aaron. That's all I can do. <sighs> Doug, right. I'm, I'm, I'm right. very practiced at that, admonishing the audience for calling out the answers from when we did World Series of Pop Culture. Because so people me, would yell it out sometimes? No, they, they, they wouldn't. They would speak to each other like, like they were watching at home when they were in the live taping audience. And you're like, we, we, we all heard that here, Eric. and now we have to throw out the question. Eric strikes again. <laughs> that didn't even make sense, I guess. <laughs> you know, I try. Why not? But of course, okay. we, we had $100,000 on the line there. Mm. Yeah, this is uh, only like $150,000 worth of merchandise. <laughs> this is like the Price is Rice showcase showdown over here. It is, as, as the price packages on this show go, it's one of the best. Like, there's never been Utz chips before. Mm-hmm. Hey, homemade. It's the potato chips. <laughs> Puts it over the edge. He made them, bagged them up, and signed it. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with MIB and uh, your categories that you can choose from are, the, according to, this was submitted by King of Pancakes on Twitter. He's here tonight. Wow. How do you know he's here? Because <laughs> he's sitting next to Aaron. And it was uh, his category is number one movie X number of years ago. Like, I get to pick the number of years ago. It's very generous of him to oh. let me do that. And so I, this week I'm going with the number one movie five years ago to, to this very date. The number one movie in the country five years Wait, ago. Wait, I'm an actor. I can't do math. What is that? Two, what year is that? Yeah, 2006. That'd be 2006, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but as an actor, you're only supposed to say you can, you know, like when you're auditioning, they go, "Can you ride a horse?" You're supposed to say yes. Oh yes. Um, I auditioned for Drumline, and they asked me. They did, <laughs> uh, and they asked me if I could play drums, and I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> I never got the part. You never got close enough to show them that you don't know how to no. play the drums. Nick Cannon. Oh, what's this? And she's plying me with more alcohol. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Will you marry me? Oh, thank you. oh, oh. Damn it. That's a super full one. Oh, well. Yeah. All right. Your next choice, Michael, is at Captain Rip Murdoch. That's it. That's the one I want. Suggested. I don't even know what that means, and I know I want it. I don't think you like this category. I don't he's, want that category. He suggested. His idea is yes, ma'am, and that's the, the films of Sam the Ma'am Levine. It's an audience favorite, but... It's a tough, tough category. And then absurdist mist. Yeah, absurd, E-M-E-S-T, absurdist mist suggested new movies. And that is movies that have the word new in the title. Mm. All right, let's take that. Let's take that. Okay, you're going with new movies. Yeah. Okay. This new movie is from 1992. Leonard Maltin gives it one and a half stars. 
He says about this movie that it's ambitious. And he also says that the movie was the directing debut of the director. Oh, shit. (laughs) Of all people. And (laughs) there are ten names. So now the question is, we start with Michael. How many names do you think you can ascertain the name of this movie? Three. Three names. Reading... Reading from the bottom up, so he gets three of the more lowlier listed cast members. Oh, I have members. to guess? Not yet. Yeah, that's what I, didn't, I didn't think so. Wait. We go to, now we go can to I, Keith. So you give I, the I cast You can go I, lower, I, or I, you can say name it. I want to say name it. Okay. I'm sorry. I, gotta I think that's a smart play. You might, you stupid, might win. I already know it, but let's just hear the three names. You might names. win the point. <laughs> All right. You don't want the clues again? It's not going to help, honestly, Doug. But. <laughs> Was it 92 or 91? <laughs> it's 92. <laughs> okay, that makes a difference. <laughs> and the names, this is going to be one of the least competitive versions of this game ever with the best prize pack. It's awesome. Uh, if Ma- Joey McIntyre is one of the names, I definitely know this. <laughs> if Joey uh, McIntyre is not one of the names, you I might, might be, in, be trouble. in trouble. Okay. Here comes trouble. I know the movie. Sorry. Okay, don't. Don't yell out. You're, you're probably going to get the point anyway. Uh, the names are Max Casella, Luke Edwards, and David Mosco. Oh. I know who two out of the three of those are. The audience knows what it is. What do you think it is? It's got the word new in the title yep. somewhere. New Man on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my point. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's actually new. Jack City? No. Damn it. Oh. No chance. I really, I, you really anyway. commit, I really thought Robert. you knew it. I didn't know you were just going to play oh. the race card. What? <laughs> that was early 90s. It has okay. to do in the title. Can we get another hint? Well, it's over. The point is won by Keith. But I want the point. people in the audience are yelling out Newsies. Yes, it's I Newsies. I think it's Newsies. Oh. White people are in it. I don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Joey McIntyre easily could have been in Newsies, but maybe they'll do a remake and he'll make a time machine. Praying. <laughs> let's do Newsies, but let's try it with adults. Is what they'd have to do to get Joey McIntyre. Doing a musical of Newsies. Uh, is, yeah. Here on Broadway. Yeah, they're gonna. Oh. It's coming to Broadway. It's a great idea. I hope I'm they. I hope they can get Robert Duvall like to play the weird Irish editor. Okay, or Scottish. I don't know. Uh, let's start now with, so Keith got the point, he said to Michael to name it, so that means we start with Pat. Okay. And then, Jim, uh, uh, huh? we're going to come back around to Keith. You still have a little time to get used okay. to the, the game, okay. so we're going to switch the I'm order ready. around. I'm ready. All right. So we'll, we'll, let, uh, we'll let Pat. Coming home. Pat gets to pick a, no pre-guessing, please. Pat gets to pick a category between these. Someone named At Ripter, R-I-P-T-O-R, suggested Dog Gone It. And that's motion pictures where a dog gets mm. killed. Oh. <laughs> if someone yells Beethoven, I'm coming out into the crowd. Because he lived for several more films. Shh, don't, please. <laughs> It's October 23. You know whose birthday that is? Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern. So the motion pictures of Ryan Reynolds. And then your third choice, 
Your third choice, Pat, is at Adam underscore Mo, M-O-E, suggested only in dreams as the title, because that's a Weezer song, and he knows I'm going on the Weezer cruise. But the category is movies with a dream sequence. Wow. Yeah. So that's probably a lot of movies. Sounds sexy. That happens quite a bit. It's a frequently used device. Uh, What do you think, Pat? Which category Uh, would you like? So you've chosen a movie that has a dream sequence in it? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. According to my memory. Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. This movie has... Which one is it? Dream sequence. All right, I'm ready. (laughs) You're you're fourth in line, so you got a little time here. Oh, okay. I'm still ready. Just listen. Yeah, just listen. The second last season of Dallas... Where, where Pam, now you, now you know Bobby's this, that's in the a shower. Program. Okay, Leonard gives this movie with a dream sequence two and a half stars. It's from 1990. Mm-hmm. He calls it brooding. He calls it only occasionally effective. And he says, and he says, why are people yelling stuff? And he says that it's reminiscent of a classic other film. Yeah. Hmm. That's that's that clue's not going to help. It's and true. there are I know I know it already. No, you don't. You guys keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are eleven names. How many names do you think it's you can get Galipoli. it in? How many names can you get it in? Pat Kiernan from New York one. <clears throat> Doug, I can name that film in seven notes. Oh no, seven seven, seven names. Names. Strong opening bid. We come to Keith. Um, uh, six. Six names, he says. Michael? Four. Whoa. Whoa. Now, Jim, this is your chance, Jim. You're batting cleanup on this one. <laughs> you can either Three. say, no way, really? No. Yeah, what's the topic again? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a movie with a dream sequence that's reminiscent of other ones. And so give me the names, please. <laughs> Excuse moi. French or English-speaking film. Doesn't matter. I got All right. it. You said three, putting Pat. Three. You, yes. you put him in the Pat Bird seat. Yep. Because, because now he can say name it or, or guess even lower. Oh. And this is, this is from the bottom of the cast list, Jim. So, why, why, why don't we start at the top? <laughs> I bet you from the top you couldn't get it in three names. But oh, that's just, yeah. That's just we'll my opinion. We'll see. That's just my opinion. Alex Trebek doesn't do that enough. I don't think two of you are going to know this one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jim, Jim, name that film. There Thank we go. You, Pat. Pat made the smart play. A lot of p- players feel guilty this winning is, this way, but I think win at all costs. This is so different from that karaoke TV show. You know where they name the song. <laughs> all right, don't don't the forget the lyrics, just, Jim. All right. Oh, well, is that what it's called? Do you want the clues again? Uh, uh, no. (laughs) There's a dream sequence. You're going to give me three names. Uh, Yeah, two and a half stars. Occasionally effective. (laughs) Occasionally effective. Well, that narrows out of a lot of them. All right, here's your your three names. Here we go. Here we go. S. Apatha Murkison. I know. All right. (laughs) From Law and Order and Pee Wee's Playhouse. It's uh, Apatha. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, yeah. You've probably, have you you anyway. probably know her because she's black, too. 
We all know each other. <laughs> I, don't even need, I don't even need to say it. I just sit here and wait for him to do it. Uh, Brian Tarantina is in this. Yep, him. Not, I'm not familiar, not familiar with that gentleman. And then a, a man we all know and love, Ving Rhames. Yeah, a lowly build Ving Rhames in this motion picture with a dream sequence. Right. What do you got, Jim Gaffigan? <laughs> you know what? Um, <laughs> um, Mississippi burning. <laughs> no, I don't there know. There was that scene where Gene Hackman <laughs> fell asleep and racism was over. <laughs> no, I thought it was... I was hoping it would be Ghost or something, but... It, did Ghost have a dream sequence, or was it about a guy who was dead? <laughs> Same genre. Well, it turns out right. this movie's all dream sequence, and it's called... Anyone? Jacob's Ladder? Jacob's Ladder is uh, right. I know oh, it. I did know it. Oh, that's a great movie, movie, too. <laughs> so oh, it's a good movie. You know it? I, that yeah. was going to be my Why didn't guess. you say it? Because you said three. I was waiting for somebody to call bullshit on me. Yeah, that oh. would have been fun, too. But uh, so Pat, I, Pat Kiernan gets the point, I, everybody. Pat has a point. Tufer has a point. It's pure strategy there. Yeah, Keith has a point. So um, look, there's people leaving. You know, they're like, oh, this is, they're like, this is trivial. <laughs> Bring back the guy yelling out from the back. Um, now they're probably going to take a dump or something. <laughs> We're playing at two points, by the way, in case anyone was. Concerned about this taking forever, and uh, it's like a game that you played at two points. <laughs> I'm not back on. Somehow it works. Somehow that we get to that amount no, in the be. right it amount of time. Yeah, there's no reason to belabor it unless it's the championships. Then we get crazy. Then you play like five points. But Woo. let's not get ahead of ourselves. So Pat got the point because he made Jim guess it. So now we're going to start with Keith. Are you sure it still wasn't Mississippi burning? Can you just double check? And from Keith, we go back at Pat. Okay. And you get one of these categories. Would you like at Hamsterdam, like Amsterdam, but with a hamster? At, at, at the Hamsterdam suggested Raptors, which is films where rappers act. Rappers? Because they're Raptors. <laughs> Nice one, Hamsterdam. <laughs> Good work, buddy. All right. All right. Uh, and since it's October, I, ho- October, I thought <laughs> we should do horror movies. Yeah. Oh. And then here's a favorite uh, with the audience. In theaters now. That's motion pictures that are, in fact, in theaters now. Dolphin Tail. <laughs> Pat, what did I tell Jim about pre-guessing? <laughs> Is in theaters now like the the popular one? Everybody does it. Well, people like it because because at least if you don't recognize any of it, you can just guess a movie that's in theaters now. Oh, yeah. So it kind of narrows it down, but also it's hard if you're a busy person, you don't necessarily know what's in theaters theaters now. now. Yeah. Yeah. So it could go either way. Let's do the rappers. Come on. People like rappers. (laughs) Okay, you guys have to understand that when I listen to this podcast at home. I uh, I yell out like it's China syndrome, it's China syndrome, and then I never like in the, now when you I you do not here, you yell out it's Friday yeah, <laughs> but because that's the, the day of the I week watch. the podcast comes out. <laughs> no, but the movies that I watch are you know like Woody Allen films and stuff. So rapper 
rappers and films. I'm going to totally fuck this up. All right. Let's do it. I like a... I'm not me. <laughs> I like a, I like like a pre-apology. Like you, don't, you don't see enough of that on Jeopardy either. <laughs> Alex, what, what difference does it make what I do for a living? I'm going to fuck this up. <laughs> Interview over. Let's play. <laughs> do it. Lay it on me. Three stars for this movie that's got a raptor in it. All right. It's from 2005. Okay. Leonard Malton calls this movie potent. He also says that it's a first-time director on this particular project. Mm. And there are nine names. One of them's a raptor. Right. How many names do you think you can get it in? KP. Uh, I'm going to say four. Four names. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wait, that doesn't mean that I know it. It just means I'm yeah. try. Now we it. go to Pat. He's got some... Got to strategize here. Uh, I, can, I can name that film in three names. Wow. Hey, do I lose, now, my, Jim, do I lose my point? I don't know. Yeah. You, well, no, no. You, don't, you don't lose points. You just... He would gain one and, and win... If you ask oh. him to name it and he succeeds, or okay. you can... No, I'm, you, I'm sticking by my bid. Yeah, and you, yeah. or you can go less names, less than three in this movie that has a raptor in it. It's you're potent. Talking, you're talking to me right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Robert uh, De Niro. You know what? Name that movie, Pat. Oh, this is for the win. It's for the win. No, no it's, it's... This oh, is for you, the win. You, I, you want I, I feel like... No, no, Jim doesn't have any points. I feel no, good. Oh, no, Pat, 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 Pat would right. win. Pat if I was win. putting money on somebody, I'd put it on Pat, but let's just let it play out and see what really happens. We're going to have to see what happens. It's very exciting. We don't know. Three stars from Leonard Not for this yet. movie. Yep. It's got a raptor in it. It's potent, and it's directed... First-time director made it. And your three names? Oh, shit, I know what it is now. Your three names... <laughs> Pat's three names are Ludacris, yeah! <laughs> Isaac Hayes, and DJ Qualls. What do you think it is, Pat? <gasps> People in the audience know. Don't say I it. Know it. Don't say it. Hold it in. I don't have it. He doesn't have it. What is it, you guys? Hustle and Flow is correct. Yep. That means we have a three out of four way tie. There's only one that person means... who doesn't have a point. <laughs> I got a point. You did, dude. Uh, yep. You're on the board. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's very exciting. Yeah. So I essentially won this round, right? Yeah. You did. <laughs> now we're going to start with Michael and then head back towards Jim. Okay. And yeah, you I, got, me, I got this shit down, you guys. You get to pick between the following categories. Michael. Girls, man. That's movies that have either girls or a man in the title. And then we go back to our friend King of Pancakes over there. Num- number one movie five years ago. Or, or, doggone it, movie, movie where a dog gets killed. Now, the dog has to get killed or the dog can just die? It can just die, but how often does that happen? I don't know. Usually I, I... it's at the hands of evil. <laughs> I'm going to go with the girl guy one. Girls, man. This either has the word girls or man in it. It's from 1974. Oh. oh. Yeah, you never know where. What do you mean, boo? <laughs> they made movies before you were born. 
lady or weird dude. Three stars. Three stars from Leonard Maltin for this movie. Three out of four. From 1974, out of four, from a scale of bomb to four stars. He calls this movie good, gimmicky, fun. He also says that it has worldwide locales. And there are 11 names. How many names do you think you get it in? M to the I to the B? 14. (laughs) I have to ask you to go a little lower. Worldwide locales. What is it? What was the quote? (laughs) It was gimmicky. Gimmicky. Good gimmicky fun. Three out of four stars. That means it's probably pretty popular. Has the word, has one of two words in it, either girls or man. Right. Girls plural. Yes. (laughs) So it's not girls interrupted. The man. That 1974 movie with worldwide locales. (laughs) I have it. It was a mobile mental institution. (laughs) I actually know the movie. Oh, so so you want to say zero names? I'm going to say nine names. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Playing it safe. Playing it safe. I like that. Um, Now we go to Jim. You know what? I um, I can name that movie in eight names. (laughs) Did I drag that out long enough? (laughs) That's a good, smart bid. Well, you know, I wanted to negotiate in my head. Eight names. Pat? Doug, I can name that movie in one. Wow. Wow. I bet he could do it in zero, and he's just... He's putting Keith in a position. Now, was this movie in the newspaper that he read today on the TV? (laughs) (laughs) It's not in theaters now that I know of. All right, all right. So, Keith, you go... So, yeah. If you say to him, name it, he could could win the whole thing right here now. Name it. Oh, my God. All right. Here are your clues again, Pat. Yeah. Thanks for the exciting theme music that actually sounds like a boring thing is happening. (laughs) No, that's the... I'm trying to do the song to New York One. In which case, a boring thing would be happening. (laughs) I'm never coming back. They have a peppier theme like that. It's like... Yeah, I lived here 10 years ago and I know it better than Lifetime or Gaffigan. <laughs> you can't turn your TV on without it immediately going to New York One. Did you know that? I love it. I love it so much. I miss it. <laughs> when I'm in a hotel, when I'm staying in a hotel here and it's like their cable doesn't have it, I get, I get livid. I move to another hotel. <laughs> I give that two wormy apples. <laughs> Neil Rosen. What's he like? He loves movies, too. Okay. All right. I actually know him. The New York One reporter on, got raped today after a <laughs> show at the Gramercy Theater. <laughs> what? Okay. Pat Kiernan one was name. participating in One name you're going with, Pat. Yeah. Movies. Okay, he says one name. Right. I'll give you the clues again. To build the suspense, three stars has the word man or girls in the title, and it was gimmicky, good fun, worldwide locales, and your one name, (laughs) your one name is Desmond Llewellyn. What's the name of the movie? Man with a Golden Gun. That's correct. Wow. You know what? 
Can you take that in? Can you take that in? I guess we know who's the oldest on the stage now. <laughs> what gave it away, Pat? Worldwide locales? Uh, yeah, that was, that was it. That's a pretty good clue. Yeah. And then Desmond Llewellyn, of course, he played the gadget guy, Q. Uh, but I, I, I was fully invested before I heard the name. Yeah, yeah. But that, that's, a good, that's a really good giveaway name for a name that low on the list. He, yeah. was, in, he was in every one until he died, and then I think he was in one more. Um, uh, Deidre, where's Deidre at? Did you write your shithead on there? Oh, you did. Thank you very much. She wrote it on the back of the ball. Very nice of her to do that. And then who, who else we, were we playing for? Where's uh, Juno? What did you... Uh, you didn't write it down, so just write it down here on this piece of paper. Let me give you... I got a pen here. Just write down anybody you want me to call a shithead. <laughs> She's not really pregnant. I didn't just throw a pen at a pregnant lady. <laughs> And then Jim was playing for... I was playing for Jim. Oh, that was her. And who were you playing for, Michael? Raleigh. Where's Raleigh at? Oh, Lori. Where's, where's that racist at? <laughs> there you go. Come on down here and just write down the, who you want me to call a shithead. And thank you for bringing that sign. Do you want the, your sign back? Or do we get to keep it? Oh, we get to keep it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk down the street waving it around. <laughs> I'm going to go down to Occupy Wall Street. <laughs> just holding that sign. <laughs> So weird. <laughs> or just take the Deidre. Do people bat around uh, beach balls at Occupy Wall Street? Absolutely. Yeah, it should be Why fun, right? It should I be fun. <laughs> should have a good time down there. All right, let me get the paper back. One more time for everybody up here, you guys. Let's go down the line with, uh, with some plugs. Keith Powell, two for, for 30 Rock. When's it coming back? It's like a mid-season January. thing? January. January. Season six. Six. Michael Ian Black, you got some uh, live dates coming up or something? Yeah, you could go see me live. Or you're a podcast listening audience. You can listen, you can listen to my podcast, Mike and Tom Eat Snacks. Now, I know you have a guest on on occasion. Uh, actually, no, almost never. Once. Once precedent has been set yes i just suggest you know i know a thing or two about snacks and it might be does tom smoke weed uh no but you have a standing invitation to come that'd be so much fun i'll I'll get you guys high and then we'll we'll talk about snacks okay that sounds great doug (laughs) it's not gonna gonna happen it's not gonna happen Jim, what do you got going on? You got, you got any movies well, in the can? I have my own makeup line that I'm bringing Oh, out. tell us about <laughs> it. And, um, this makeup, uh, 1% of all the money that I make goes to charity. And, um, no, I am, uh, I'm going to be, oh, thank you. I'm going to be at the, <laughs> I'm going to be hanging myself. <laughs> But it's like Dave that, Chappelle had. Uh, I'm Rick James, bitch. Yell at him all the time, and you're gonna just drop. You're just gonna get out of show business because people keep yelling hot pockets. It feels good. Do they yell out of moving cars at you? Yes. <laughs> I'm Do gonna they be, throw uh, them out of moving cars at you? <laughs> Not yet. I'm gonna be at the uh, Nokia in L- Los Angeles nice, on big, November big 5th, venue. and um, that's about it. What day of the week is November 5th? Saturday. Stick around for a couple days and do my podcast out there. I would, but I've got to come back here. 
I got four kids. I got a How can you say that in front off. of all these people? <laughs> you know what? You know what? Hey, you know what? You guys changed my mind. I'm going to pretend like I'll do it. <laughs> and I'm also on Twitter, not as, uh, you know, I, I just, you know, I try and help. All you guys are on Twitter. Twitter. I'm on we Twitter. Are. Yeah. What's your Twitter handle? Keith Powell. Weird. And <laughs> Michael Ian Black. You guys all just went with your names? That's crazy. I'm under Doug Benson. <laughs> Also, Pat, Jim Gaffigan. Pat, you're uh, at Pat Kiernan. I am at Pat Kiernan. K I E R N A N? Correct. Yes. And uh, yeah, seriously, if you're listening to this show and you've never seen or heard of Pat Kiernan, you should follow him because he'll tell you what the weather's like in New York. No. On Twitter, you turned me on to some really interesting look, stories the, the, on Twitter. The whole point of the Pat's Papers website is that we look all across the country and find, find like a dozen water cooler stories. It'll be fun. I've It'll never be. seen you this angry. <laughs> 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 like and because, I say nothing because, because not, not really wait a enough people water go to the website. <laughs> well, since you presented his water cooler stories, then I'm more interested. <laughs> Come here, give me a hug. I'm trying to be funny. It's just my water fear. cooler stories. Like, oh, that shit I got to hear from that no. guy by the water cooler. <laughs> no, but I, he does. I've watched. I, just... I watched the segment every day, and I tell you, it's great. Thank you, Jim. And. <laughs> But on Pat's Twitter feed, he really does put in links to stories that are actually interesting. He doesn't throw stuff on there that's, that's not interesting. Like, you always have good stuff. So. And when you come to New York, you'll, you'll turn on the TV and you'll see Pat, and he's great. Yeah, and if you watch Night at the Museum, you'll see him in there, and you'll, go, yep. you'll be like, this guy's almost as good as that monkey. <laughs> I'm in Night at the Museum, too. I gotta go, sorry. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You're one of the Tuskegee Airmen. I am. In the museum, too. Very dashing. They did not bother to give me a name. I can't believe those casting, <laughs> the casting people on that are so racist. They could have gone <laughs> Asian with it. Totally. But they cast black Tuskegee Airmen. That's really weird. Crazy. With Craig Robinson. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Who may or may not have been doing a drug while on it. Well, you know, I wasn't going to name Craig names, Robinson. but since you said it, Craig Robinson. <laughs> Smokes weed. Everybody knows that. That's really not a big story. But uh, thank you very much, Pat Kiernan, thank for being you. here. And watch him on New York One. And, and yeah. write to VH1 and say, bring back World Series of Pop yeah. Culture. Bring back World Series. Yeah. I love that show. <laughs> no, chanting it here is not really going to do anything. you gotta, you got to take it, take it to the Internet. Why does it say don't say this out loud for your shithead, Deirdre? Oh, okay. Oh, you're saying to the... P- nice. I thought you were telling me to not say it out loud. I'm like, that defeats the purpose. I need to say it out loud because that's how it ends. Let's see what everybody else wrote. Okay. Got to decide which one to do last. Figure out which one's going to get the biggest reaction. All right, here we go. <laughs> I don't know with this, with this group. As always, the Billy and Brian podcast is a shithead. Does that mean anything to anybody? Gaddafi is a shithead. Hey, that seems kind of weird to me to kick a guy when he's been when you he's not alive. I mean, and I mean were we positive Gaddafi was a bad guy? <laughs> <laughs> he's not even going to be invited to hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, maybe Who'd there's some Gaddafi out? people out there. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just glad somebody's finally That was sets. an illegal killing. <laughs> <laughs> I 
All right, this last one's going to, this is the last one, so then the okay. theme music's going to come on, so whatever your opinion is, don't even, don't even say anything. Okay, I won't. Sorry. Push the microphone away. And Mayor Bloomberg is a shithead? Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of focus, viewing prowess makes it foggy. There's no room.